everybody, it's Rezo, and this week's OC Remix is actually from Breath of Fire 2. Now, this is a remix of the original song from Breath of Fire 2 known as Lethal Dose, and this remix is called Jaded by Death. This remix is done by Hoboka. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's actually really good. Uh, you guys know I like to pick good stuff for you, and I, I am not letting you down this time, so enjoy. Everybody, we are back from our month-long hiatus for the holidays. I am refreshed. I feel good. I do. Welcome back to the caffeinated banter. And joining me today, as one of our members is sick, I have Cold Death with me today. How are you doing, Cold Hello. Death? I'm doing pretty good. I've kind of missed this. <laughs> So it's it's been a long it's been an interesting month being away from the show. Oh yes. Now it's it's weird when we do a weekly show to not do the show for a month and just see all this shit happen. <laughs> just just yeah. as soon as soon as the show went off the air, suddenly everybody went brain dead. Everybody. You know- you know, we were wondering if the uh, in the meantime we would get enough topics to talk about. Well, that's us learned. Yeah, yeah, because that was a that was a legitimate thing we talked about when we ended the show. Was we might be a little light when we get back from the new year? Because you know, over the year end, um, probably not that much is going to happen. I mean, right. no announcements or anything, but no. oh boy. No, not at all. <laughs> no. We were gone four weeks, folks. Four weeks, and I swear to God, uh, as God is my witness, and CD is my witness, we literally <laughs> had to shave stories out. Yeah. We had to shave content out of this episode because... <laughs> The list had reached almost fifteen. I the list had gotten pretty big. It had become mm. it had become unruly. Yeah. To have such an unsightly <laughs> list. And uh I'm gonna be honest with you. If you guys thought we ended last year well, 
we're starting (laughs) off 2019 folks with a literal nuke it's mm, it's perfect i love it oh my goodness starting out with a bang uh definite definite bang (laughs) so cd i've been doing Mm. some gaming lately oh do tell i have i've been uh, i mean aside from final fantasy (laughs) 7 heaven knows you've been playing that heaven heaven knows it doesn't take a lot for someone to log on twitter look at my page on a random night during the week and find like two hours worth of live tweeting and screenshots of my time (laughs) playing this game (laughs) i don't i don't want to say i've made a few memes in that one month but I've made a few memes in that one month. I'm gonna be. You might have. I made a few <laughs> memes. I've been playing some Yakuza Zero. Mm. That's that's been an experience. I've mm. also been uh, tiptoeing back into games like Onimusha for PS2. That's been an experience. I, mm. I know some people are like, "Why didn't you just get it when it came out in HD?" Because I got all three games for less than I would have bought the one. I literally paid less than $20 for all three of them on PS2 that I would have paid for just the one. So I'm down with that. That's been that's been a blast to be able to boot up my PS2 and have something good to play. And I have three games to get through, so that's going to be... And that will last you a while. Yeah, PS2... You know, PS2 is like... That was like the highest point in gaming, I think. Like... Like, as far as just stuff to freaking play. Like, mm. there are so, so much on the PS2 that I don't even know, like, how anybody kept up with it. I don't think you could, honestly. Especially, <laughs> especially towards the later end, when, like, Atlas mm-hmm. started pushing out, like, a shit ton of product on the PS2. Because... Mm-hmm. It's uh, no wonder if, due to the success of the console... <laughs> Yeah, because like, uh, if you look at stuff like Persona 3 and Persona 4, those were late-stage RPGs for the PS2. Those weren't like Persona 3. Persona 4 was super late in the PS2's lifespan. If I recall, that wasn't early. That was late. That's likely, yeah. Considering yeah. the they did release Persona 4 uh, Golden pretty early on the PS Vita time. So, it probably wasn't that that much before that Persona 4 got released, and then they had 3 and 3 FES. Yeah, but I don't think many people know about the original 3. Like, because the original 3, like, no, I've seen it. But it's, mm-hmm. like, super expensive, because I don't think that had as much of a production run. I think they made it, it did well, and then they did FES as sort of a upgrade to it. Mm-hmm. And then that did amazing. Yeah, considering... At, in that generation, yeah, the PS2 pretty much ran away with sales. I I remember when the PS fifty five million units. I remember when the PS two came out, and mm-hmm. I remember I had a friend of mine who lived up the street whose dad had waited in line at open for for the open at a store to get a PS two. 
Of course, back then, people, well, a lot of people bought the PS2 because it was a, a DVD player. Obviously, yeah, that was definitely helped. Mm-hmm. That was a big reason I think his dad even bought it because I don't think his. Mm. Like, not even a bit. Mm-hmm. So, CD, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a bit as well. Uh, first, I had a short look into Helldivers. Oh, I'm sorry. Which, well, the game itself isn't that bad, but it's just not for me. It's too much uh, designed for multiplayer and especially open multiplayer. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, default game mode is public. So when you start the game, you do your missions. Anyone can join while you, while you play if you don't change that. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be too down with that. Yeah. And uh, I definitely noticed that since... In my last session, uh, someone literally dropped in on me. Whoops. Yeah. Because okay. uh, you enter the, enter the areas by drop pod. And oh. that drop pod from the other player dropped right on top of me. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Worst luck ever. <laughs> Can they control where it drops, or does it just... No, um, they can choose the area, but uh, they don't see where uh, what's there while the game is going on. Oh, you have just an overview, no. overview map, and you choose. So oh, they must have no. chosen that, and then boom. <laughs> That's the worst way to go. <laughs> That's terrible. That's hilarious, but terrible. Sweet yeah, mercy. Much. If you're into that kind of game and you have a group where, that you play with, then I can see stuff like that being fun. Yeah, I can I can see that. I wouldn't. That's not my cup of tea, yeah. but I can definitely see where that might be fun, I guess. Mm. It's not really... So after I move that away, <laughs> uninstalled it. <laughs> oh my... Oh, wow. You didn't just stop playing. You uninstalled it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I know I'm not going to return to that game, so why should I keep it on? <laughs> <laughs> but then I had a look at uh, Final Fantasy Type-0 HD. Ooh! That's, that was a pretty good experience for the uh, around two, three hours I played it. Yeah, uh, now, now that they fixed it. Um, so when that game first mm-hmm. came out, it had some serious like camera issues. Like, the camera wasn't very smooth, mm-hmm. like... If I move the camera, it would jerk, like, really hard. Oh, okay. And they also had this weird thing with motion blur in the game. Like, there was too uh, much of it. Mm-hmm. Like, a gross amount of motion blur. Like, huh. it was really gross. But they ended up fixing it, thank God. That's good. I mean, the camera isn't still isn't very good. But no. at least they, it's more fluid, yeah. It's, it's, look... I will tell you, if you had played it when it launched, you would have shut the game <laughs> off like 30 minutes in. Yeah, I can't believe that. You you would have you would have been like, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Nope. Not not even. Not doing this. I refuse. Mm-hmm. Not one bit. That's that's and how I... bad the camera was. 
Mm, okay. Uh, and I'm not really surprised that the camera isn't that good, considering that it's a port of a PSP title. Yeah, and the PSP was always well known for its uh, sec analog stick control. Yes. <laughs> and its great camera controls and all that. R yeah, <laughs> those, those shoulder button camera controls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's... That those Perfect. never, Every those way. never, those never went wrong ever. I'm sure. I mean, best game was Monster Hunter on that, obviously. Oh god, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that you're wrong for saying that. That is, oh <laughs> god, playing Monster Hunter on the 3DS was hard enough as it is. I couldn't imagine playing it on the PSP. That would have, mm -hmm. that would have driven Probably me. Probably gives you cramps in the hands. <laughs> It does because by default they um the camera controls on 3DS are mapped to the left and right of the D-pad. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. So you only have two choices, either that or you press I forget which button it is, but it automatically centers the camera behind you. Mm-hmm. That's the better way to do it because that's what I mostly did because I figured as long as I keep it centered behind me, I don't, I'm not going to lose track of what I'm doing, but mm -hmm. no, trying to, trying to do something and then having to move your hand off, having to move your thumb off of something else to press the D pad is so inconvenient. Like that is like the circle pad <laughs> pro exists, mm -hmm. but screw that noise. Yeah. I think the only game worse in terms of controls was, what was it, Metroid Prime Hunters, or what was it called? Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> Prime Hunters. Yeah, where you had to use the damn stylus uh -huh. as your camera controls at all fucking times. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, you had an option, but it was terrible. The stylus was the better option. Think about that shit for a second. Yeah, that's uh, that's saying something. Yeah, the stylus yeah. is the better option. Yes, the stylus you have, was you have the... that in your hand all the time, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> the stylus was considered the better option, the more the the option that they recommended. And no, it was not good. I owned that game at one point back when I first got my three. Mm -hmm. I got my DS. That was like that was considered like mm -hmm. a must-have title at the time <laughs> when it came out. Yeah, I know. That must have been sponsored by some doctors or something. I that guess. Recommendation. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not like it got front page on news outlets leading up to its launch. <laughs> but, you know, it's whatever. What's, hey, I'm not saying anything. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. In so, news outlets. Uh, yeah. We're going right. to have something to say yeah, about yeah. those. Uh, so. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. not like it's been a theme on this show or anything. Nah. <laughs> no, not at all. So... I want to talk, and so we're going to talk about some winter the last, sales. Yeah, but the last uh, item on the playlist was Legend of Grimrock 2. Oh, how is that? Yeah, definitely nice. Have you played the first one? I have not um, played many PC games. Uh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> outside of, like, the one, <laughs> the one mm, you see right, me yeah. on. <laughs> like... <laughs> I love it when people who have me on their friends list are like, hey, do you play this? And I'm like, do you ever see me play anything <laughs> outside of like um, the one game that pops <laughs> up on Discord at any given time? Okay. <laughs> I have not. All right. So, 
Also, but you, you, do you know what type of game it is? I do not. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a first-person uh, dungeon crawler, essentially. Ah. But it goes in real time, and you have a party of four, like uh, back in the day, Eye of the Beholder or Dungeon Master. That's pretty good. The first one was relatively basic, but still enjoyable. And this one seems to be well improved. It has an overworld, at, an outside world at the start before you enter any dungeon. Uh, I don't know yet if there's going to be more of that or if you just enter underground after a while and stay there. But it's going to be interesting. I think they added some mechanics it seems because i had to dig up a treasure at the beginning oh it was nice also gave me a nice xp bonus nice hmm. that's, Damn. that's probably going to be enjoyable to continue as well as final fantasy type zero which is pretty dark for a final fantasy game yeah yeah that was the one thing like you set someone on fire they fucking <laughs> like I wasn't. I knew it was gonna be more adult. I just wasn't ready for like the level. Yeah, the of... intro already. That was. That just tells you everything about yeah, that. Yeah, that fucking intro, man. Holy shit. They. They're just. They're just like. Yeah. No. This is. This is not your. Your PlayStation if you Final tell, Fantasy. Yeah. If you tell someone Chichiri and his, his uh, look goes blank, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's been there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a tiny, tiny bit. Yeah. So, I haven't done much in terms of sale, in terms of like winter sales. I did, however, acquire okay. some new hardware that I know you're aware of. I I grabbed myself mm. a PS4 Pro and an Xbox One X right. uh, yes. for this for this game room, and I did it for two reasons. I got the PS4 Pro because obviously, and I got the Xbox One X because it was on sale for the holidays mm -hmm. by just over $100. So I was like, well, that's going to bring it down to approximately what the PS4 is going to be anyways, right? So I might as, I mm -hmm. see no harm there as far as I'm concerned. And uh, the Xbox One X was a very odd choice I wasn't ready for. It was get the one that had Fallout 76. <laughs> or get the one that had NBA 2K19. <laughs> now, like a perfectly difficult choice there. Yeah, I'm. Ha I have to support either an evil company or an idiot company. <laughs> I I chose the evil one. I I chose to support <laughs> the evil company because the last thing I really wanted to do was give Bethesda, at this point in time, the benefit of knowing they sold another copy of Fallout 76. Yeah. Because I'm pretty that sure... They don't deserve. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if the console comes bundled with it, that still counts as a sale for the game, right? Probably, yes. Yeah, fuck that. Absolutely not. No, I'm not giving it to him. I bought NBA 2K19 and gave that shit away on Twitter. Hmm. They might not be getting as much money out of that, but it's gonna appear in the statistics as a sale. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be able to say, "Hey, we sold this many copies," yeah. 
And uh, no, I'm not giving them that benefit of claiming I bought their game. I refuse. Absolutely at not. Point, at this point, any unit they sell is one too many. So I bought that. That was the big mm-hmm. one. Happy with that purchase. I also uh, picked up um, Fist of the North Star for PS4. Oh, that new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fighting the fighting game. Uh, Interestingly, beat up. by the uh, Yakuza team. Yes. And oh <laughs> my god, this game is amazing. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I make people's heads explode. <laughs> and They're probably not just the heads, I think. Oh, you make people explode just straight out. Yeah. And if you if you had gotten the DLC when it first came out, there was a piece of a launch DLC that you could get for free, where you get to play as a Yakuza main character. Where you get the Yakuza main character <laughs> skin for Kinshiro. So now. So now I'm Kiryu making people's bodies explode. And that, my friends, that is why I play video games. This right here. (laughs) Only reason I play video games is for this one moment. Only reason. No other reason. Pack it in, folks. We're done. Show's over. Go home. (laughs) I can see the headlines. Gamer makes people explode. (laughs) It's going to happen. It's yeah. just a matter of just a matter of time. It was on sale for twenty dollars, dude. I was that's good. Yeah, that's twenty bucks, mm. and it was a full price launch. So I'm surprised it was marked down that much. It still goes for full price in most places. So it went back up to full oh. price when the sale ended. So that's one hell of a discount. Mm, definitely, that was a good winter sale there. So I got that at least. So that that was that was the extent of my winter sales. I uh, I didn't look much on Steam. Honestly, mm-hmm. some kind of yeah, <laughs> you're not that much of a PC player. <laughs> uh, yeah, kinda. I don't know. It if something really big comes out for PC that I have to have, I'll consider it. But like right now, mm. eh, no, nothing on PC that's really yeah, nothing on PCs really grabbed me the way um mm. the way I feel like it it needs to justify me buying it on PC. So. Mm. Well, for me, it wasn't that much either, but after some deliberation, I thought, yeah, let's dip into some more RPGs. I bought me Shining Resonance Refrain. Ooh, yeah, I played I play the demo of that on Switch. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't been willing to pick it up because I still feel like it's a little bit priced more than I want to pay at the moment. But mm-hmm. It was discounted decently from what I remember. And then also Dragon Quest Eleven. I I approve. That was marked down forty percent, which is pretty good for such a new title. Yeah, new title that. Well, yeah, that game came out September, so that's that's been that's, after three months. Oh, it yeah. got it got marked down that much. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that that's why I was a bit surprised and thought, hmm, okay, yeah. Sure. Why not? Surprising. Uh, I mean, three months is better than a week or two weeks. So I guess I guess I can let that go. (laughs) Yeah, we've had other titles that got marked down quicker and yeah, way quicker. (laughs) Uh, The new Tomb Raider uh, crosses my mind first, but that's not the most notable title. 
Yeah, I think uh, Battlefield Five also had a bit of a problem there, and something else. I think Fallout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, the game the game that came out like just two weeks prior to Black Friday, and it was instantly marked mm -hmm. down by almost half. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hmm. And the last one on the list was Xanadu Next. Ah, nice. An older uh, Falcom title. Huh. I think that plays uh, similarly to East Origin. So it should be enjoyable. That was marked down to, I think, seven or eight bucks. Oh, yeah, you can't go wrong with something yeah. that cheap. That's fine. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Good, good sales. Good sales. Yeah, so, the winter uh, sales on Steam were pretty good. So CD is 2019. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's CD. It's 2019. We got a whole year ahead of us, CD. A whole year for companies, oh, yeah. <laughs> for for companies to fuck it up and make the worst yeah. company of 2019. Worst <laughs> company 2019. Now, yeah, I'm not potential there. I'm not a fan of speculation. It's not mm -hmm. a, it's not the market that I put myself into very often. <laughs> but even I enjoy some uh, armchair, some armchair speculation on occasion. You know, you know, I like it. I can do it. I don't do it Especially often. Especially when I can some do companies deserve it. Yeah, when many companies <laughs> decide to just turn their brains off and go full dumb. Mm. And we've had a bit of that last year. So, all right. Worst company 2019. I'm tempted. See, mm -hmm. I feel like it's a trap because I'm tempted to say Bethesda. Uh -huh. I'm tempted to say Bethesda. But then I've been hearing all this news about uh, Activision dropping people uh, at people at Activision that have been uh, quitting. Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're. They're they're pushing Blizzard to start putting out qual quantity over quant over quality, mm -hmm. and like we also had that whole thing with Diablo Immortal <laughs> at BlizzCon. <laughs> yeah. I f I feel I feel like I can safely say the worst company of 2019 may actually be Activision Blizzard, and I hate putting Blizzard in on this. Cause Blizzard is yeah, my family, kind of, yeah. But but Blizzard, I gotta throw you in on this too, homie. I'm putting Activision Blizzard down as my uh, as my pick for this year. I, I I don't see them doing. I don't see them pulling out too well. Uh, yeah, Blizzard is more the passive part since they are acted upon in that duo. So but yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I know many people would uh, gladly pick EA at such a at such an occasion, considering they already won this <laughs> company twice in official uh, votes. <laughs> like worse than uh, banks or oil companies. Yeah, but I don't uh... think they took it all that seriously, though. Did they? They just kind of shrug. Like, okay. They shrugged it off the first time, but when it happens two years, I feel like you need to actually start taking it seriously. 
<laughs> like the first what time you can so, be like yeah. the first time you can be like uh fluke whatever second time you got to mm-hmm. be like yo for real though we ain't that bad <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult with EA because recently i mean yeah they have announced that mobile title for command and conquer <laughs> which didn't please people <laughs> But on the other hand, they also announced the remasters for the original Command Conquer and Red Alert by even uh, the dev that was involved in it back in the day. So that's a pretty good move. Although that might be uh, that might have been pushed on by the reaction for the mobile title. Let's be honest. Yeah, like. <laughs> Like, they announce the mobile thought... title, people react to it with all the enthusiasm of a car fire, and then they're like, no, but for real, though, we have an actual remake coming out. It's a re-release, guys. You gotta... You gotta yeah, buy it. because that was months later that they announced that, so... Yeah, kind of a delayed reaction there, just a little bit. It's, uh... It's like that scene on the King of the Hill where one of the guys accidentally sliced off his finger on a wood saw and he doesn't notice right away. Like he slices it off. And he just kind of sits there with this blank looking face, lifts up his hand and then like blood squirts out. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But in this uh, choice, I'll have to agree with the speculation that it will probably turn out to be Activision. Oh, that reason, because I d- really don't like what they're doing there. You're just you're not you're not you're not taking the Bethesda bait. You're not you're not no. taking the Bethesda bait right now. No, because worst company uh, can mean different things. If I if I just stay on the incompetent part then it would be bethesda but but we're talking i also include thing include things like mm, not well intentioned so because the first reaction from activision for declining uh for for example call of duty uh, the last one not meeting sales expectations was announcing that they're looking for more monetization uh, that was their same reaction to uh, to what they did with Destiny 2. Destiny 2 was yeah, already doing bad, much. right? And then they did the Forsaken mm-hmm. expansion, which was like 40 fucking dollars. Okay. I don't know where the fuck they think they can charge that fucking much. <laughs> but then, then they have the base Destiny 2 available for free as a complete, mm-hmm. the, the full base game. You could just own for free now, if you as long as you go to yeah. download it. Mm-hmm. And uh, people still, I know plenty of people who saw it for free and went, yeah, no. No, I don't. <laughs> Pass that. Yeah. It's, but, uh, and, like, I love I love those kind of people because then I could be like, but it's free. And they're like, but it's Destiny. It's Destiny and Activision, so no. <laughs> like, and, like, their plan with that, when that failed, was like, oh, obviously, we need more microtransactions. <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> Yes, yes, but the yeah, fucking no, <laughs> fucking <laughs> god damn it. 
<laughs> yes, Activision, we need more microtransactions to make up for the fact that you've released the same garbage game twice. Great job. Keep it up. Fucking I'm really I'm really wondering what their next CFOs are going to do. Uh same things they've been same things that they keep doing. They'll probably be there for like 2 weeks and quit. <laughs> I wouldn't surprise me. We have literally because seen there's we've, they, we've seen this happen. Two. Yeah, they've <laughs> lost two. They had one, one who switched one over to helping Blizzard. Right? No, not not quite. Uh, one was poached by Netflix. Yep. But they also fired that guy. So whatever. He's gone anyway. But the other one was the one at Blizzard, who also quit. Or was fired, I'm not sure which was it. Well, the first know, guy... He was, he was uh, pinched by Twitter of all companies. Yeah, the first guy, apparently he broke his contract by even, like, mm -hmm. talking to another company about a job or something. Probably by talking to Netflix, yeah. Yeah, so that didn't that didn't go well for, for him. Although they claim it's for other reasons, but who trusts Look, it, it was either on it... such things? It's either <laughs> look, it's either that or is they because they well they openly claim with the first guy that it wasn't based on the financial performance of the company at yeah. that moment. Which mm -hmm. my first thing when I read that was, so the guy in charge of your finances, you're not holding responsible for the financial situation of your company when you fire him. What? Eh. What? <laughs> what? You the guy the guy who the guy who balances your checkbooks. You're not holding. He. Uh, this is unrelated to that. I mean, your company's not doing great, but you're, that's that's not why you're... Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, the guy is not directly uh, responsible for developing development uh, problems and such, but yeah. <laughs> so there, here you have it, folks. Activision Blizzard is at the very least for two out of three of us are speculated... Worst company of 2019. We'll see at the end of the year whether or not Activision actually pulls through. If they pull through, bro, I'm going to be so happy. Like, yeah. I shouldn't be happy, but I'll be so happy to be right. Either way, I am looking forward to what's going to happen this year. Absolutely. And for our third uh, opinion, we're planning to do a um, midweek recording with Jen when she's feeling better and then we'll pick her brain on stuff like that speculation <laughs> so look forward to that yeah i may not be there but you know i do my best so, yeah time zones and all yeah time zones my uh my work hours it's a little rough mm. but uh you guys will have something half part way through the week promise you guys on that now i'm gonna take this first story because this 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 is too good yeah this is this is so good i love it so this game atlas launched and uh well it uh it seemed very familiar after many delays upon its launch many delays it, it felt very familiar to the, the to the people who were playing it how very so was it a uh Familiar developer? Yeah. 
Supposedly, yeah, it was a familiar. De- it was it was not only the familiar developer, but players had found out pretty quickly that you could open a menu very similar to another game in the same exact way as that other game. <laughs> and the menu that this would open up would tell you about a DLC related <laughs> to this exact game that they were playing. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, it straight up opened the menu from Ark Survival Evolved. So, what... How do you do that? So, what people have speculated, because I don't think Ark has officially said this, what is speculated to have happened is that they they needed a quick cash infusion. So they were like, hey, let's just take this DLC that we're making... Mm. and make it its own game but keep i'd be surprised yeah make it its own game but Mm. all the groundwork and the structuring is still going to be from arc and Uh when you launch atlas it's it launches the arc launcher (laughs) you didn't you couldn't even like change the fucking launcher name on this you you just it just you you open up atlas and it just launches the arc launch word <laughs> and like it there's a dlc thing i think in arc i think it's an mm-hmm. arc or it's in this and it has like high seas as a dlc or something mm-hmm. like that some yeah, pi- some arc, i think yeah some high yeah. seas dlc which currently does not technically exist within arc at the moment mm-hmm. But then people figured out, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, what? This is, is this Atlas? <laughs> is this the MMO I paid for? Did you just, did you just sell me a literal DLC separate game without telling me? <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they did. That was all them. There, there are some things... From what I've seen that are different in Atlas, they have, uh, like, the swimming is different. I don't think you can do that in Ark, at least not like that. Yeah, okay, uh, I'll give a little bit of credit. But they, they definitely uh, were rather lazy in uh, in terms of copying the groundworks. That was extremely lazy. It's the same foundation. Yeah, considering you just had to uh, push down on the D-pad a few times and then it was on a hidden menu item that opened that options menu. How do you do that? It's how not do you even, even check that. It's not even how do you do that. It's how do you how do you expect that no one's going to freaking find this? Like Yeah. Like it never ceases to amaze me how dumb developers seem to think players are, especially PC players. Like, you can pull some shit against a console player, and they may or may not figure it out. Yeah. You can't do this to the PC crowd, man. Like, there's no way. There's no way in heaven or hell you're going to be able to pull this kind of garbage and not expect the PC audience to be like, yo, what are you doing? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, that's not that's not going to fly. And uh, I'm not surprised this didn't take long. But you should have known better when the game kept on getting delayed. 
Like mm. it ca- it was supposed to be launched this day, and then they would say, "Oh no, 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 we can't launch it yet. We're we're, we're fixing something." And this will be launched mm-hmm. today. Oh no, 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 no. We're no, it's not. We need, we need some more time. Because <laughs> it did. I think people found this out. It wasn't even during like the official launch. It was during like a um. It was kind of an early access phase. Yeah, yeah it was an early. It was so. Mm-hmm. So, all right, CD. Let me ask you this. Let me. Let yeah. me. Let me. Let me propose this uh, hypothetical tin hat scenario. Mm-hmm. Could this have been a beta glitch? Like this was like. Could this have just been a glitch or a mistake made due to it being a beta? Well, it was definitely a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely, I mean, because there's there's no way there's no way they would even think. Actually, is Ark even Ark? Yeah, Ark is a full blown game, right? It's officially launched. It's not like an open. I access, think so because it also had a, a console launch by now. It had a it had a Switch port that was pretty pretty. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. It was pretty pretty special. I I picked those <laughs> words. I picked those words specifically, CD. They were special. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, a fun, unique situation of a dev thinking they could launch a new game that's not really a new because this 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 thing I, I, suffers from the same problem Ark Ark had when it first got launched. Like, what do you expect from a dev that releases a DLC package during the early access phase of a game? Honestly, that's already shady as hell. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, mm-hmm. places like Steam and that need to like. I know Steam doesn't want to curate, and I'm not saying they should curate. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I'm saying that if your game is an early access and then you launch DLC, motherfucker, that game, you better claim that game is done. If you're yeah, launching paid DLC in yeah. early access, come on, man. Your game is done. Your game is done. You can't. I genuinely do believe as much as these platforms don't want to police content, and I'm not against them doing this, what I'm mm-hmm. saying is, is that I think either Steam, I think Theme does need to change the definition of early access. Like, if you're going yeah, to launch, that's... if you're going to launch paid DLC for your game, mm-hmm. and you're going to claim it's an early access, you pull it out of early access and claim it's officially launched. Mm. Yeah, that would be less curating content, but more like the um, development structure and release structure would be uh, modified. Right. So that yeah, that would just set some ground rules and yeah, that would probably work best there. Or you you'd have to have some special reasoning for releasing a DLC while the game is still in early access. And I want to make this clear. Releasing a patch that adds functionality, I'm not counting as DLC. That is not DLC. Well, obviously because that's just an update. All right. I'm I'm looking at this from the cuz like Arc had literal like Mm-hmm. Paid DLCs. At that point, yes, y- your game's launched. You have 
<laughs> your game has launched. You have been lying to people at this point. And also, microtransactions. If you if you're if you're claiming your game is in is an early access and you have a cash shop in your early mm-hmm. access game, your game is launched. I don't I don't care. If you're willing to ask for more money when you're when the product is not done, yo, get out of my face. Your game your game's finished. You're, you're certainly done. as long as certainly if the game is a pay to play. If it's free to play then I yeah. Well, yeah, I'll that forgive would be it. Different. There you can say, okay, it's a free to play game. You have it as early access and the player knows they're risking it with the microtransactions. But if you have to pay to play and then have additional microtransactions uh, for a early access game, hell no. Yeah, fuck no, that's ridiculous. So I don't think I'll. I don't think Steam will. Um, Steam yeah, probably has, not. Steam has been pretty hesitant to do anything. Um, mm. too drastic with the platform. But I mean, maybe once Epic Games' platform launches, it might kickstarting gear depending on how that platform launches competition is always it has a... launched has it launched i yeah from what i know it has launched because they also already have uh, some free game uh outputs like you had for a week uh what was it uh what was the underwater gay survival game subnautica subnautica yes that they had that for a week around Christmas, and they had recently Super Meat Boy Forever uh, there for free, and things like that. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they launched. Damn. So you know, uh, competition is always a good thing in this in, in industry in general. So yeah. maybe some competition will push Steam to actually do something instead of resting on their laurels. Yeah. So some people late. are obviously a bit uh, hesitant in terms of the Epic Game Store and uh, Discord Game Store because there's a uh, certain big company behind both. Uh, what? Tencent. Oh. Uh, parts of both. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. They own not... 40% of Epic. Though that's not a controlling... Uh, part so they're just minority investors but that obviously still gives people doubt there and discord is pretty much owned by Tencent, from what i know mm. yeah I, I was unaware of that detail mm. i admit it and obviously they don't they don't go around uh with that fact uh just uh screaming it out in the void <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the Discord game store owned by Tencent. Yeah. Yo, that would be kind of fucking hilarious. Like Tencent was like, yeah, we want our name. We want on everything. Yeah, like when people load up Discord and you get that little loading box, it should our name mm. should be there. <laughs> League of Legend owned hundred percent by Tencent. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which has been the case for a while now as well. <laughs> so uh CD. You know this next story more than I do, because I know the story after this one. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) So uh, why don't you talk about this uh, Stardock situation? 
Yeah, so Stardock has uh, released their own stock control game uh, this last year, Stock Control Origins. And they've been having a bit of a legal issue with uh, the stock control IP since uh, almost a year now, I think. They've had a bit of a legal trouble with the original, uh, with people that were originally involved with Star Control 2, Paul Reiki III and Fred Ford, who are higher ups in the uh, Activision Studio Toys for Bob. Uh-huh. And recently, uh, they, in part of this uh, legal battle, uh, Paul Reiki has filed a DMCA to take down this new game from Steam and GOG. Because they uh-huh. claim they have rights to uh, what the game is it has implemented. Okay, so... I didn't know this when you first showed us this story. Mm-hmm. Because I assumed the two games were... Um, were connected in some way, but... From what you told me, the people who are getting caught, the people who are getting sued, or in legal battles with the people from Activision, they had the rights to use the Star Control name, right? Yes, they, so they bought had... the name from uh, Atari, from what I remember, when they had their bankruptcy sale. Okay, so they had the rights to use the Star Control name. So the name is not mm-hmm. the issue. So yes. they're literally being sued for mechanics. Is that basically what's happening here? Like, well, the thing is, uh, what's happened is that Star Control was pretty much forced to sue uh, Paul Reiki because uh, to stop them uh, claiming that they are making um, an official Star Control successor because they want to use the name and all. And of course, uh, Star Stardock is of officially the uh, rights holder to the name, so they can't allow them to use it. Right, because they but, bought they bought the name, they bought yes. the rights to use the name Star Control. They own it. Yes. That's that's their right. Yeah. So they obviously, the mm-hmm. so obviously, if the old creators are like, well, we want to make a Stardock game, they can't. The they can't. Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could make a game they like it, but it. they couldn't use the name Star Star Control. Yeah, okay. not without getting uh, permission a, or getting rights. permission from Stardock. Yes. Okay. And the Star Control Origins game is essentially a parallel universe uh, game, so it's not in the timeline of the original games. It just plays. Like you'd expect a Star Control game to play. You explore the universe, you land on planets, uh, mine for materials, uh, find other aliens, talk to them, and go on the story. Uh, go on the story to find out what you have to do. And the people from the, from the Activision studio, Paul Reiki and uh, Fred Ford, claim they have the rights to a certain elements of the game uh okay so as far as i know Mm -hmm. i'm not a copyright trademark expert here Mm -hmm. but like names of characters from their game they could claim 
Yes, um, and Stop Control Origins isn't using any. They're right. not using aliens from the other games right. or anything like that. Names, places, those kind mm -hmm. of things. Intellectual things, like intellectual property, uh, logos, emblems, all that stuff, uh, mm -hmm. they could claim. As far as I know, I don't necessarily think you can sue somebody for what is essentially put a game mechanic. I don't know if yeah, I don't know if you could pat can you patent that? I don't think you can. I don't think you can patent like Mario jumping on a Koopa. No. <laughs> like... yeah, really. It's it's very difficult. It's very difficult because there there have been some uh lawsuits obviously with um kind of uh game clones and all that it's it's uh, difficult to say if it it always depends on if the original idea is really original like um for example uh one company made a very similar game to street fighter 2 back in the day but since Street Fighter 2 also uses many uh, public things like moves from martial arts and all that. And obviously the whole concept of a fighting game is not really copyrightable or uh, you can't really secure that for yourself. And that's why they failed on that lawsuit. I'm surprised they Capcom have. Capcom could not pretend the others. Right. To, to make that a game that was really similar. And the judge even um, mentioned that, that uh, the game was obviously made pretty similar to Street Fighter 2 to ride on the success of that. Mm. But it depends on that. It's things like that which also are, I think, in favor of the Star Control game because you can't really uh, trademark and copyright things like traveling through hyperspace or exploring the universe, talking to aliens and all that because that's just been in the science fiction genre for ages. Right. And now, now, to their credit, they have... Everything that's been released about this has said unspecified. So mm -hmm. they they haven't been very uh, open about what they're going after them for. They it's right because they have they, they haven't have uh, they recently have uh, released a chart. I am trying to find that right now, where they did a comparison. Ah, yes, here it is between uh, the games. Like, they claim things like, okay, Star Control 2, interstellar travel uses hyperspace, which is an Origins as well. And they claim that's a thing that's too similar, or color of interstellar space is shifted red, or... Fuck? Uh, Come on, really? Yeah, can you, or can things... You... Right... <sighs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, or my things God. like radar map shows map stars and ships near you. They <laughs> made a oh list God. of these things. Jesus. And they Christ. claim they claim the number of these things uh, together makes the games too similar. 
and interestingly, someone also has made a, a extension of the chart to show how similar Star Control Two was to Starflight. Yeah, <laughs> because there also are several uh, similarities there, which makes the claim that Star Control Two has any uh, original claims to that combination a bit um, well, dubious at best. Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah, say that. Just... This is this is this is this is why you don't throw the first stone, my friends. This is why you don't throw mm-hmm. the first stone, especially if you're in a glass house. Yeah, <laughs> incredibly fragile glass house, by the way. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to how this whole thing continues because this is a mess. You all, there was also this other thing that I didn't know about, like until I started seeing it on my Twitter, which was. <laughs> the notion of Paul Ritchie, Paul Ritchie and Fred Ford being indies. Yeah. Someone actually claimed that, that they are indies. Okay. <laughs> so let me, uh, let me, let me uh, put out how I feel about that notion. Mm-hmm. If, if Activision in any way, shape or form, supported the uh, officially supported the creation of this game mm-hmm. i would say the game is not ending they However, don't exactly support it right but activision didn't i mean yes the people work for activision so activision mm-hmm. is paying them but they're not paying them to create that game they're paying them for yeah. their... so if you want to claim that the game itself is indie that's mm-hmm. fine. It follows through with that. Although I would also yeah. then make the claim that these guys are like millionaires, probably. Like these are not what I would. I these think are not. They live in the San Francisco area. Yeah, so these... they have to be wealthy for that. Yeah, these guys are wealthy. These guys could start their own game studio. Uh, I I would hesitate to call them indie uh, yeah. on their own. Even even beyond the fact that Activision's helping, the fact that they're wealthy. You're not going to... How many indie devs do we hear of who... You know what I mean? Like, that's not something you hear. They're definitely not on the level of an indie like Toby Fox or the guy that made Stardew Valley. Or the... What's that one game? Fuck, I can't think of it. Um, <laughs> shit. Uh, Dust Elysian Tale. Uh, that, was also okay. an, that was also an indie game made mm-hmm. by, like, one dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, those usually aren't exactly wealthy and not exactly or not exactly employed in a good paying job, not exactly head of an Activision studio that was involved in <laughs> games like Skylanders. <laughs> Look, if you want to claim the game is an indie game, I would begrudgingly uh, that would be okay. The game would, was developed independently. I would begrudgingly yeah, give it okay. to you as much as mm-hmm. it would make me uncomfortable to do so. But if you want to claim that yeah. these two millionaires working at Activision are indie kind of devs, cool indie. No. yeah, are <laughs> indie devs in need of support, I, mm, mm, you're going to have to work a little harder here, folks, because I ain't buying that one. 
and they did make a GoFundMe to uh, oh Jesus Christ to finance their defense on that lawsuit. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. You telling me that these dudes are like, yeah, we don't want to spend our money on this lawsuit. You should pay. You should help us pay for it. You should. You should back us up on this. We don't want to have to pay for it. You should help us pay for it. Okay. Okay. That's that's an odd that's an odd uh decision to make, but Yeah. Given how high lawsuit costs can run, I can at least partially understand that. That they want to ha- at least try to offload a bit of that cost but it still seems shady oh it seems hella shady it seems hella shady like because the thing is i just i doubt that these guys need the help i do i shouldn't i do i doubt it and not to mention the fact it's very likely this is going to get settled out of court yeah like this isn't that would be the best that would be the best option certainly for both parties really neither this this is not going to court this is going to get settled out of court. This is never going to hit an actual courtroom. If it hits an actual courtroom, I will eat my own shoe. <laughs> I think so. certainly it wouldn't really be a victory for either party. No. If it goes to court because... Legal fees alone is going to suck. Yeah, that's that for one. But the other is also... I don't know... I don't know if any decision that the court makes would really benefit the winner in either case all that well. Not really. Because it's not going to help the uh it's not going to help Paul and his partner just because even if they win this they still don't have the use of star control so they still can't use the name yeah. so they still don't have the name, yep. Right, you still don't have the name so you're still petty as fuck. Yeah. For doing this. And if the people who did in at the other group wins, I hate to say it, there's not much there's not much they gain out of this. What do they get out of this? They get nothing outside of avoiding No, you still have yeah, to go to they court. Def- they get nothing. They get literally nothing out of this. The only thing that happened is that they defended their rights to the game. And they can officially sell the game again. Oh, but they didn't. In, they did an injunction, so they stopped them from selling. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, the DMCA was... stopped them from selling the new game. That's... Both Steam and GOG had to take it out of the store. That's that's ass. Yeah, you're right. They are now selling it on their own, uh, of on their own uh, page, but that's obviously not going to reach as much of an audience in comparison. Yeah, but how does this work out? Like, if you like. <laughs> Because if the argument is you shouldn't be selling it, right? Mm-hmm. Then wouldn't you go after them on their yeah. own page? Because they're still they're still fucking getting a profit off of this, even if it's off their own page. And the DMCA wasn't the DMCA wasn't made to Stardock, but to Steam and GOG. Ah, uh-huh. okay, fair enough. I I didn't I my uh my legalese isn't what it used to be. <laughs> it's fine. It's a complicated thing. Yeah, I needed you to explain this to me when we brought it up in the chat. Because <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
so CV. In parts, I'm in parts. I'm also not really uh, full up on that topic, but it's just a headache overall. I hope so. they get that over soon. Yeah, speaking of messes, oh. let's get to the next topic. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I just all right. Full disclosure. <laughs> I had not technically knew about this story, but CD had been like raving about it in the chat for like two days. And <laughs> I had decided, all right, he's talking about adding this to the to the fucking show list. I might as well go find out what this story is about. Oh, holy shit. That was shit. a rabbit hole you went down, right? Holy shit. This story is <laughs> absurd. This story makes no sense, and it's it's a story I just I never would have imagined. Okay, it started out relatively harmlessly in comparison. So there was is was was there was a player who had climbed mm-hmm. the ranks of the minor leagues and made an Overwatch, an Overwatch, and made it into a pro team by the name of second wind Uh, Mm -hmm. okay because they needed a new player right um and we'll get in we'll get into some of the issues i have with them needing a new player in this particular situation in Mm -hmm. a little bit we'll get to that there's there's mm, (laughs) second wind (laughs) you're not walking away from this scotch free i got some words for you uh okay so they so they claim that um, this player, that they were tra- prepping for interviews, public appearances, including a chance to play with the team in a public thing. But this player kept opting out for personal reasons. Yeah. Huh. And it was a, claimed to be a 17-year-old girl, and her profile wasn't exactly very extensive. No, there wasn't there wasn't a lot to go off of for this particular player. Oh dear. Okay. So where do we even start with this? So this goes on and then people start speculating that Ellie yeah. is not who she says she is. Yeah. Um was off her profile and there wasn't even more than her first name available. All of the other players usually have their full name in right. their profiles or at least available somehow. And with this player, that wasn't the case. So, yeah, some claimed might be a Smurf or something like that. Now, they had a. Now, at, now this story gets ridiculous because at one time mm-hmm. they thought. People had pegged this player to be another player who was just mm-hmm. using the account, right? But according to what I'm according to what I've read, Ellie streamed Overwatch with other professional players, mm-hmm. including Punisher, the player who mm-hmm. they thought was using this account as yeah. a Smurf. <laughs> yep. But that yeah. happens. They all showed it's up, bad. and it happened. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there was face cam as well, from what I remember. So they showed someone there. 
Yeah. Yeah. Someone, someone was in that seat playing the game. Mm-hmm. But despite, but here's the thing: despite her, despite this person playing on stream, uh, she was merely providing fake commentary while someone else was playing on the account. Is what people were claiming. Oh, sweet, merciful Jesus. So at that point, obviously, that looked like uh, conspiracy theories and all. And outlets were, well... Oh, they were quick. Ooh, they jumped on this story with a quickness. Oh, yes. Ooh, so fast. So fast. Mm. I have never, never in the history of America have I seen... Only, only in America will you see the press move faster than the police will. <laughs> My house could be on fire. It's gonna take. It's gonna take the fire station five minutes, five to ten minutes to get to me. This happens. It takes them all of like ten seconds to have an article written up. Ooh, the quickness. The usual suspects: Game Informer, Polygon, Kotaku, Rock Paper Shotgun. Vump. Gamers are harassing a female. Oh yes, and this okay. So then one night, uh Second Win announced that this player was going to be dropping out. And hmm. uh Ellie on Twitter, or at least the account that this person used, says sorry on her Twitter on the Twitter page. <laughs> and uh spoiler alert. This story is about what you thought it was. It was not this. This was not a female. This was not. This was. I for, did it act. Did I ever not, say who? Not completely. Yeah. Not. Not. Com- <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Not. Not completely. That's. Mm, second win. I. I'm about to. I'm about to get on you assholes in a few seconds. So. <laughs> so don't. Don't get comfortable. I ain't done. So did we? So who? Who did it? Who was the person using the account? Did we ever find that out? I thought it was actually Punisher using the account. The person known as From Punisher. From what I know, it was Punisher. All right. So the person that we mentioned earlier, who was also at this this stream, all playing together to kind of prove that the person known as Ellie was not, in fact, Punisher, turned out to be fucking Punisher using a Smurf whoops. account. <laughs> fucking whoops. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. Sweet ever-loving jesus this story is insane it is insane (laughs) and it it is this is this story is insane it's insane now there's a lot to talk about but i need to talk to second wind because you assholes Ooh. How do so, you not notice this? Alright, so there was two things. For one, Second Wind did go on to say that when they brought Ellie on, they they were hesitant to do so because if they brought her on, it would look like a social statement about women and video games. What if they did? You know what I mean? It was that. So they brought her mm-hmm. on. They brought her on from the way I read their statements as like a credibility thing. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of trash. That's... Yeah. That's kind of trash. That's that. Uh, I thought women in video games are so disadvantaged. Right? And and what makes this like even dumber, we originally onboarded Ellie, we had just recently lost players for various reasons, and we desperately needed to find a substitute. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. 
that I'm not look, I'm not mad at them. Oh, we uh, we underestimate how important it would be to set an example as a first team to take on a female player for contenders for contenders. Mm, guys, look, listen, if this was a PR stunt to have a female on your team, which now is called into question because they didn't even like vet that this was an actual per <laughs> this was an actual fucking person. This so, could have been detected rather easily, I think. Literally. Fucking a Discord call. Uh, uh anything. Fucking mm -hmm. you there's there's thousands of ways you could have figured this shit out. But yeah. no, they didn't. They they either didn't or they didn't want to. Mm. Uh I would I would they actually really, hmm? They really just would have had to do a detailed interview with her. Ask her about detailed Overwatch questions or whatever. I mean, if she's a pro player, she would have known her stuff. Right. So, and yeah. I think a lot of the reason they didn't. Because I can tell you why they didn't. I can tell mm -hmm. you up front why they didn't. Because they didn't want the potential for people to claim that they were gatekeeping to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. because that's always the thing, like, uh, that's the uh, trope, essentially, that uh, you, you people can't... ask women, like, oh, are you really a fan or are you a fake fan? Let me test your knowledge. <laughs> right. Which is bullshit in the first place. Right. People like fan want to talk with other people about the same thing. So of like, course they're gonna talk about and if, and if I'm details. Bringing, That's if, what fans do. And if we're, and if I'm bringing you into a pro team where there's potentially sponsorships and money on the line, I feel mm -hmm. like it's in my best interest to make sure that you know, you know what you're doing. It's kind of like a job interview. Of course you're getting tested. Yeah, like only only in gaming, only in mm. gaming would this happen. I can't. Like, only in gaming is it wrong to question or straight up make sure that someone has the credentials. Yeah. Any other field, you, this would you never wouldn't. be a thing. If you're applying to be a software developer, of course they're going to test you on your coding. <laughs> no CD. No, no CD. Yeah, of course. No, no you're a woman. Yeah, just go. Come here and uh, do your thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, no, no, CD. You don't see this. Is, right. This is why there's. This is why there's so much gatekeeping in the coding profession. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> that rampant. Wouldn't, wouldn't want that diversity checkbox to be missed because yeah. you don't hire someone that has no idea what they're doing. Like. Okay, so how does this all play into the issue of Jernez? It plays into this because it's very obvious that Jernez, the, the, the people who wrote these smear articles about mm -hmm. harassment in gaming, about uh, uh, toxic gamers keeping women out of the industry and out of the, out of the gaming scene in general... They could have figured this shit out really fucking fast. It would yes. not have taken them that long. 
Fuck. Email yes. the player in question and ask them some fucking questions about Overwatch if they can't answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, they can't do that. You can't ask them about Overwatch because that's gatekeeper. Fuck that. Yes. God damn it. That. Or if they would have just taken some time to do more research, even if they didn't find out much, it wouldn't have taken that long to to for the details to surface because this was found out rather quick. Yeah, this did not take very long for people to figure out. So that so makes waiting a bit and not making an article for clickbait would have solved the issue. Only, no! only, only, only in the gaming, only in the gaming industry does the press hate the consumer. Mm. Only in this industry, you, you would never. This would never be allowed to happen. And any other industry would you actually see the press go out of their way to write smear articles against the people who support them on a regular mm. basis yeah. and and to do so while also missing basic while also not doing any legwork to find out whether mm. or not these people who wrote these articles clearly only heard woman gaming yeah. harassment and said oh, oh yes payday <laughs> Mm-hmm. Clicks mm. and clicks. Yes, sir. This this sounds like that an, right now. <laughs> yeah, this is this is gonna go over incredibly well. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that the the uh, people on the other side were innocent. I mean, those people that did harass the people, those that are definitely in the wrong as well. Fuck those. And, and I'm gonna be honest. Look. I don't necessarily, look, I don't, this is a fucked up thing for me to say. I know I'm going to catch some mm-hmm. heat for this, but as fucked up as I think that it is that a lot, that a, a very decent minority of gamers question any female mm-hmm. in the gaming scene, as as ridiculous as I find it to be that, that gatekeeping is even a thing. Mm-hmm. You kind of didn't help yourself out on this one, guys. Like, because now, because all you've done, all you've done is given that vocal minority. <laughs> yeah, they've given them ammunition. Yeah, now they, now they so legitimately, overall... they legitimately now have ammunition to say, well, it's happened before. Mm-hmm. Honestly, this has assholes on all sides. <laughs> Everyone's an asshole in this. <laughs> Except the very few people like uh, Forbes uh, and Eric Kane. Yep. Who writes for Forbes. For one, Eric Kane didn't write a, uh, didn't jump on writing an article. Only thing he did was write a tweet, which he copped to that he was wrong. So kudos to him. And the article on Forbes that they made afterwards is even handed. They do. They do uh, put fingers on all sides, which is fine in this case, honestly, because that's the way it is. But let me ask you this, CD. Let me let me ask you mm-hmm. this. This is this is a question that we now have to ask ourselves because now this has apparently made it a fucking a thing. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, what does this say about like the community in general, like? That something like this 
did happen. That you have a player who pretended to be another mm-hmm. player, who pretended to be another player of a different gender, gets mm-hmm. brought on to the team without any real hesitation or any real background. Mm-hmm. I mean, what does that tell us, though? Like, this is this is absurd. This story... This story, to me, at the very least, has shown very clearly that more that ethics be damned, if it's a woman involved, it's good press. Because that's why they did it. They brought they brought this person on because they believed it was a woman and that this would be good for them. It tells me that these teams aren't as professional as they claim to be. Right. There's there's no and here and I like I know the other thing the other thing as well is uh women don't really have it as difficult to get accepted into a team as <laughs> some claim. No background checks, no questions asked, you're on. On the other hand, yes, there are assholes in the community, definitely. But oh, absolutely. With a community as big as the gaming community, that's bound to happen. Yeah, you can't have a party without having at least a couple assholes. Yeah. I just, and... I just, I just find this entire thing to be... It's a train wreck, overall. To be... Oh my god, this is... <laughs> And the player who did this claimed it was a social experiment. And by no, calling fuck off, no. <laughs> <laughs> this was an asshole trolling everyone. <laughs> I am not I am not counting this as a social experiment. <laughs> what who was your test base the entirety of the gaming community? <laughs> What what, uh, what 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 was your focus group? <laughs> like what the fuck? Claims it was a social experiment. Okay, all right. Yeah, you trolled everybody, but calling this a social mm-hmm. experiment is being fucking dishonest. Yeah. At the very least, holy shit! <laughs> a social experiment. Get the fuck out of my. This face. guy was dishonest from front to end. Well, get the fuck out of my face. He, he, he showed up to that stream, though. So, mm-hmm. he showed up to that stream. Does that mean that he found somebody else to play on that account? Like, he have to. Potentially. He Potentially, had, they uh, must have done that somehow. I haven't found... seen the setup there, but... He, he yeah, he must ha- have had a friend or something that played that account. He would have to have somebody there to play on that Ellie account. Mm-hmm. So, he could be there playing on his account. To clear his name, that he wasn't the one. Holy sh! Holy shit! Because it wasn't. It wasn't even one girl that he got to do the voice for the voice chat. Oh, but multiple. Oh my god. Oh. Geez. So he had just a a group of girls lined up for that. Apparently. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> oh, this is. Oh god! Know, does, this, uh, does, does this count as two timing your team? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck! 
Fuck, man. Jesus. Social experiment. Dude, the balls on you, man. The massive Titanic size cojones on you. It is amazing that you said that with a straight you he couldn't have said it with a straight face. Fuck this guy. He couldn't have. He must have typed that. He had to he have said that. There's there's no there's no way somebody interviewed this dude face to face and he's uh, like, it was a social experiment. That would have gone like it's a social experiment. <laughs> Uh, translation, I wanted to be an asshole. <laughs> I wanted to be an asshole. Transcript of the interview. After several giggling fits, he finally uh, got out the answer. So, CD, we're going we're gonna to switch gears. We're going to switch gears to a holiday-themed story. Yeah, and remember, people, this was the first week of the year. We're going to switch to a holiday themed story, everybody. A holiday. So, yes. NBA 2K. To Christmas presents. <laughs> NBA 2K19, the game I mentioned at the start of this show. Wow, that's. Wow, this actually came back around. Holy shit, I didn't plan on that. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I did, I did, I did good. I did really <laughs> good. My first, our first episode back is already fucking spectacular. Uh, NBA 2K19 players had found a code. I don't don't remember how they found the code, but there was uh, a... they got it gifted from. Uh... Oh, it was okay. a okay. They got they had received yeah, the code. It was originally a Christmas gift. Yeah, they got a code from 2K. Um, mm-hmm. that was a special LeBron diamond card. It was a super high rarity. We're talking like. A, ch- a percent of a percent chance to get. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not even talking like one percent. We're talking like a l- like less than a percent chance. Players got this for free, supposedly, and um, yeah, that's badass for all the players who got it. Absolutely, that's badass okay. as hell. In contrast, other cards are one use items. Yeah. Right. This one infinite. So players were super pumped and. Well, should I talk about what players did to those cards, or should I talk about that after the fall? Uh, uh, what they did? What, should, I, should I tell? Let's I tell, ramp it. Let's ramp it up slowly. Okay. All right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so I should talk about them first. Cause I, I want to. Fuck it. We'll, we gotta do it in chronological. So players who got these yeah. cards started to apply in two NBA two K. You can get uh, mm-hmm. buffs for cards that you have that make the cards yes. better. Um, mm. better passing, better dribbling, that kind of thing. So players now having this super rare, super good fucking card in their arsenal was like, fuck yeah. Absolutely. They dumped also, yep. and keep in mind, getting a lot of these really good buffs is not easy. These are these are not easy cards to get. They either had to grind a lot or pay money. Right. So one way or another, you spent a lot of time doing this. So, mm. but so... Activision, oh, 2K, I'm so, fuck, fuck, <laughs> all these companies all, are fucking interchangeable, yeah, they're all interchangeable in their shittiness, I could just, I could just say a company <laughs> name and people would think I was fucking right, Jesus. This is why speculating on the worst company is so difficult. Then this, this is, this is why we should have saved that shit to the end, because now I'm going to keep saying <laughs> fucking Activision. Uh, anyways, 2K decides, hey, um, yeah, that was a mistake. 
Uh, that code was not supposed to be there. So what you would expect them to do was just take the code back, right? Let yeah. people keep the card that they had now had and had used, retract the code, make the code invalid, and just be like, Merry Christmas. Hmm. No, nope. what they did was first change the code. Yep. So people got a regular LeBron James card after that. Fair I enough. Think, uh, medium value or something. Not the lowest one, but still, yeah, it was, significant it, downgrades. Right. And this by itself wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Yeah. It wouldn't have been that. But, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> 2K wasn't happy with just being, like, reasonable. Like, being reasonable would have been too much. No, 2K, they thought, let's be the Grinch. 2K then goes on to remove the card... That had been that had been obtained by all these players who had redeemed the code to take the card away from them, yes, and not give them anything in exchange for the card. Just take the card. Fucking the cards are ours now. You no longer have it in your inventory. Yeah. Oh, oh, but oh, but like, but like many, but like many an advertisement. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> not only did they remove the card from players. All the upgrades, all those buffs and upgrades that players had spent on this legendary card that they thought they were going to keep because they had no reason to believe that 2K had fucked up, mm -hmm. um, those were also Oops. gone. Bye-bye. They lost <laughs> those as well. So now you legitimately have a situation where players are potentially out hours, days, weeks, or... Yeah. In upgrades that they mm -hmm. spent on this card, and now it's just fucking gone. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, and, and I think like, it's with some folks that made support tickets and all, might have gotten back their money or their cards there, but I'm not it, sure if that's uh, in general. So yeah, yeah, it's, like really bad it's hard to know if if 2k is even going to follow through and do that because they might not they mm -hmm. they might they might just be like well the card was a mistake for you to have gotten and you know yeah. if you spent money on that card to make it stronger that's on you well what do you mean that's on me like you freaking made the mistake yeah, you gave why, the card out, so... Why are you um, punishing hmm. me for your mistake? This is ridiculous. Christ. So, this entire thing, man, like, fucking... Holy shit. Like, and it's not, it's not unclear. We all know why they fucking did this. They did it because... Yeah, obviously, those cards uh, are money for them. Yeah, like... <laughs> Why why would we give you some Yeah, why would we give you something good for free? Why would mm. we ever? Why would we give you anything for free? We can't. We can't make millions of dollars off of free shit. They should, really should have taken the 2L. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't. We can't make we can't make money off of free shit. No, we have to take this shit back. What do you, what the fuck is wrong with you people? We can't let you have this for free? This was an act. Why would we give you anything for free? Yeah. We're a business. We have to make money. We're not CD Project. Get out of here. Yeah, you're not. You're not. 
Absolutely not. We're charging you like 10 bucks a pop. Minimum for DLC. We, we every everything we give you is random chance. Else why shut the hell up and pay us more money. Yeah. <laughs> what makes this like more terrible to me in so many ways is that like it's the fact that these companies lean so hard on like slot machines and roulettes and shit or just card mm-hmm. it's I don't have an issue if you want me to buy shit. That's fine. But like there's a reason I don't want to play Overwatch because like all the cool shit you have to fucking roll for and I don't want to fucking fucking At least with that game it's only cosmetics, but yeah. Right. I don't if you want to sell me shit, that's fine. Sell because you know what they would do. If they sold Mm. it to you, it would be fucking expensive. Yeah. Because they would have to make up for the uh, income because the random chance obviously means that more people are going to do more on that. It would be super expensive and then no one would fucking buy it because people would look Mm. at it and go, I'm not spending $20. I'm not not spending $20 on a bunch of emotes. Yeah, or on a skin, mm. or on a piece of Although, furniture. I, mean, I don't know what how much uh, the skins in League of Legends cost. Uh, those aren't cheap, partly I think. Uh they vary. It depends. Certain, yeah, certain. They do have certain uh, legendaries or unique. Yeah, skins like the really cool skins, the ones that mm. the, some of the really cool skins, the ones that have like special sound effects and do special things. Those can be kind mm. of pricey, but. They're yeah. still within reason, like, yeah, they're reasonable, and for what you get, mm-hmm. it still makes sense. Whereas, yeah. you know, when a company wants to charge you fifteen dollars for a bunch of stickers in game, mm. just saying, or a dollar for a red light. Jesus <laughs> Christ! I was hoping we weren't going to even talk about that. <laughs> Hey, we're talking about uh, red a red dot a dollar for a red yeah. dot. We have a parent. We have <laughs> fucking uh ga- the gaming industry. Never, never have you seen a place of sc- of vile scum and villainy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and Christ. in that case, it would be correct if you mentioned Activision. <laughs> fucking holy uh, shit! Never. Yeah. Never that it, was in Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty, that's still a thing in fucking Jesus Christ. I can't believe that exists. Yeah. I'm upset with you right now. <laughs> so CD. Yes. We both like Sony, right? We we like Sony. Well, more or less. More or yeah. less. Yeah, we, we both bought a PS3, right? We both bought a PS4. We're clearly we we have yeah. some liking towards Sony. We don't always like their decisions some days. Yeah, they have done some missteps these recent months, but yeah, overall they're still. But o- but over but overall overall CD's still gonna buy a PlayStation over an Xbox. Let's just let's call it let's call it space. At this point, currently yes. <laughs> so but during it's still the beginning of the year, so let's start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so all right, I have a story for you guys. So during our break. Um, I was at work and I was checking out the GameStop app because I like to find sales or maybe a game crosses my mind that I really want and I want to see how much it is, right? It's a quick way 
That way I could pick it up on the way home. You know what I mean? So front page advertisement on the app was you can get an you can get a PS classic and if you buy one, you get a $25 gift card to GameStop, effectively making it $75. And I said in the chat, yeah, actually I just found it. No GameStop, I'm not buying one. <laughs> that's still too high yeah too high now apparently sony heard me say this mm. <laughs> let me say this because i swear on my life cd will back me less than a week later mm. less than a week later sony had officially dropped the price of the playstation classic from a cool 99.99 to a uh a spicy uh, a hot, a hot price of fifty nine ninety nine. <laughs> it's quite the drop. In fact, let me. All right, so Christmas Eve is when I posted. That's when I first noticed that advertisement. Christmas mm -hmm. Eve. I'm gonna scroll down. I'm gonna find this because I know for a fact I mentioned it in the chat. There's no way I didn't mention it in the chat. I, uh, here it is. Here it is. Wait. Oh, deset. Oh wow! It was less time than I thought. December twenty seventh, they had dropped fifty nine ninety nine. Holy shit! It was three days, three days, CD. What? Seventy two hours. Jesus! I overshot. I thought it was at least five days. I didn't know it had only been like two and a half. The fuck. Yeah, that GameSpot reduction must have done pretty much exactly nothing for it. It did nothing. GameStop <laughs> has been trying to get rid of these damn things, and it has not worked for a variety of reasons. Uh, now we did have this conversation about mm -hmm. whether or not it would, whether or not at this price, somebody could justify buying one. Still, um, mm. you mentioned just having the PlayStation shell. Mm. would be probably good enough for some uh, for but some not for significantly uh, many i i used i used my analogy of yeah but like the play like the snes classic yeah i was gonna put games on there when i when i bought it but at least the games on <laughs> at least at least the games on there weren't trash so and i was funny Funny that you mentioned the SNES Classic. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It is funny <laughs> I brought that up. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, well, for one, it's very easy to get more games on there in terms yeah. of SNES games. Mm -hmm. But also, you can uh, get it to emulate PlayStation games. And, uh... and it does a better job at it than the PS Classic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Fucking, fucking whoops. Uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> mm. All this does, though, is just prove that this thing was a rush job. That's all this does. All this oh, does yeah. is continually prove that Sony literally pushed this fucking product out. Without any effort. With literally no effort. Where have we seen that before? Oh, goodness. <laughs> no effort whatsoever. I wouldn't be surprised if this product was literally, like... I don't think Sony actually made this. I think Sony probably contracted another company to make it. 
I genuinely potentially, do. potentially, Be- yeah. Because like like I said, Sony has emulation. Like, mm-hmm. they have emulation, so there's no reason for this to be a thing. It has to yeah. be some third party who put this together, and then Sony was just like, "Good, perfect, Christmas, let's go." Yeah, like someone said, uh, they would have just needed to put PS Vita boards in there or the PS TV boards, and make a limited interface where you have the uh, just the PlayStation emulation. And you're good to go. Yeah, I think that would have been less work and probably would have sold. And maybe dropped the... Pro- that would have been better because the the emulation on the PS Vita was, well, from what I know, pretty much perfect. Yeah, Certainly actually... Much, much better than what they had on the PS Classic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, it's not, and it's not even like the emulator itself is bad. Like... PSX no, Rearmed is just... a legitimately good emulator. They just didn't do anything to the settings. For one, they didn't. They had bad preset settings, and second, they had a uh, out outdated build, from what I know, a really outdated one. Yeah, like really outdated. Holy shit, that's impressive. By years, I think. Uh, yeah, it was. Which that doesn't even make any fucking sense. It's open source. It's. It's yeah. free! Why would you pick, like, oh, what the fuck? It would have been really easy to take the newest version, so yeah. That's... Nani? Like, <laughs> fucking Nani? Like, why? Why would you do this? Oh. I this think is... that's a recurring theme with this episode. <laughs> this is, this, this legitimately upset? Why would you? <sighs> okay. You know and what? concerning the price, uh, the PSTV even was the same price. So they wouldn't even have spent more in terms of... Uh, they wouldn't really have spent more if they had put that hardware in. Right. Like, Nani, like, you didn't... You didn't have to, guys. You could have... You could have just been intelligent and not did this. They could have put minimal effort into it and made it much better. Literally minimal. Like, this was a brain, this was brain dead. You could have, you could have, you could have made an amazing product with, like, not even trying. And somehow you put in more work and made a worse product. (laughs) Speaking of minimal effort, (laughs) I think that's a good uh, segue to that segue. That segue, <laughs> holy shit! That was that was peak performance right there. That was that was peak CD performance if I've ever seen one, and I've known him for quite a while. That was mm, perfect. Do I do, should I go get a drink for this CD? Is that would that be appropriate? <laughs> would that would that be appropriate for this next? Maybe a darker brew. Perhaps would that uh, <laughs> cost you eighty bucks? Oh no, not really. I wasn't planning on paying that much. In a plastic shell. Ah, uh, <laughs> Bethesda. Yeah, you know, low low effort. Uh, we're at Bethesda again. Because <laughs> <laughs> because when you have low effort, you have Bethesda somewhere slinking around in the background. 
They're just yeah, there. No, you... this one, they, this time they were very much in the foreground. So, <sighs> Nuka Dark was a product that they were another company with Bethesda. It was supposed to be this dark rum, and it was supposed to be in this glass bottle that looks like the Nuka drinks from... Well, certainly a black bottle. Yeah, yeah a black bottle that was in the shape of those Nuka drinks that you see in Fallout. So it would have, like, it would have the um, tail fins mm -hmm. on the bottom of the bottle. and uh, To make it look what? like sort of a rocket, I think? Yes, that was the point. Mm. Stevie, while I'm talking about this, uh, if you can find the company's uh, response, that would be uh, delicious. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> I'm having too much fun with this, in case you haven't noticed. So they they pitch it. It's it's available. It's eighty dollars. It's supposed to be this nice glass bottle that looks like it. It's supposed to be this this wonderful collector's piece. And uh, well, uh, that's not that's not what people got. And that is that's not that's not what people got at all. Uh, so they were they the company launches this video of them producing them, and when I when we say minimal effort, I I yeah. need you to understand yeah. that if you got any more minimal, you might as well have just not have done anything. Pretty the video, much, yeah. the video shows them filling these normal wine bottles up with wine. And then they're taking this basic ass white white label and slapping it on the front of the bottles. <laughs> I, when I say basic label, CD, you've seen you've seen that video, the, the at least the clip of it where they're uh, that they had released to get people hyped up for the product, and it's showing them creating them, and it's like a basic white label that says like, uh, "I have a picture of the bottle right in front of me." So oh, okay. I'm seeing the okay. label. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Um, something something special. <laughs> so, uh -huh. and now that now, now that Nuka that 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 Fallout theming that you were expecting, it was there. Just um, mm -hmm. not the way you would have expected. Because what they did was they instead of having the bottles be shaped like they were supposed to, they went with a plastic shell. Yes. Like, they went with this two-piece plastic shell where a um, bottle cap part on the shell is actually corked into the mm. actual cork of the uh, the wine. The rum in this case, yeah. Yeah, wine, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it looks fucking tacky as fuck. Like, this is... Cheap as hell. Yeah. 80 bucks. You paid you paid eighty dollars for this, folks. Oh, and in case you were wondering, hey, maybe the wine was good. Rum, rum, <laughs> and no, it wasn't. Now, admittedly, there is some subjective tastes here, but obviously, yeah. Um, I haven't seen anything to suggest that this was a. Good. I've seen a clip of a review, a video review, where they opened it and tasted it. 
and the reaction wasn't good. It was a. Uh, it was pretty bad. Mm. Pretty, pretty terrible, if you ask me. I would say, I would say it was a uh, spectacularly bad. If you were to ask yeah. for my opinion, which you're not, but if you were to ask me for my opinion, I would say it was spectacularly bad. But that's just me. So, okay. This looks super shitty, and of course Bethesda has been entirely silent on this entire thing. By the way, mm-hmm. they they have been uh, um, actually no, Bethesda has been silent since Fallout seventy six launched. <laughs> We're being hundred percent, hundred percent honest. Who has, who has made a statement? Was the company that uh, made this? Oh, do you tell? Silver Screen Bottling Company. Yeah, I... they actually released a product note on their Nuka.com homepage. Ooh, I love it. This, the packaging of Nuka.com was a design that was months in the making. Uh, oh, oh. They went to great lengths to ensure that no corners were cut. <laughs> they claimed that this cost over two times what it would have if they would have simply cast a glass mold. And they claim that the glass bottle alone would not have been dramatic enough for the look that they wanted. Uh, last I checked, dramatic didn't uh, mean cheap as hell. <laughs> I mean, I may be a bit rusty in my English, but <laughs> dramatic. Oh, yes. That only makes me think of the uh, Princess Bride movie. Yeah. He's not wrong. I do not think this word means that what you think it means. I don't. This, this doesn't. Does this word mean that you think? Hmm. Like over a hundred um... hours were spent just writing the code to create the three D printed prototype. Now, all right. See Did they hire your monkeys for this? <laughs> <laughs> Enough monkeys writing enough time produces Shakespeare and fail completely. Uh, uh, how many hours, CD? Over a hundred hours. A hundred, a hundred hours, CD. CD, listen, listen. I'm no coding expert. A hundred, a hundred hours, CD. It took him a hundred, a hundred hours, CD. That's more than two work weeks. <laughs> A hundred, a hundred hours, CD, a hundred hours. Yes. And that mm. was for the 3D printed prototype of the shells. Uh, oh, that, oh, for the, sh- yeah. Hmm. hundred hours. What's the code for that? hundred, a hundred hours. That's hundred, hundred hours. That's... I'm not. A, I'm. I, I haven't done anything with 3D printing yet, but for that result, that seems a bit much. Seems a little bit extreme, don't you think? A little bit. A little, a little extreme. A little bit. A little. Little. Just a little bit. I think they're hyping it up. If you ask me, I think. I think they're. Uh, I think. I think they're. I think they're hyping up the product a little bit. They're trying to you sell think? us. Yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 like uh, not dramatic enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The only yeah. thing more, the only, the only thing more dramatic would be me getting this fucking thing in the mail, opening it, and then smashing it across the f- 
Actually, I wouldn't smash it. I paid. I paid eighty dollars for this fucking thing, dude. I'm getting my money back. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> eighty. Oh, read the last bit about the customers. Read it. The, the, you you know a part. It's towards the end. They're gonna they're gonna work with us. Read. I want you to read that. Customers. Wait. They're gonna. I, I feel like they put it there. It should have been about working with cust working with customers who weren't uh, satisfied with the product. It's the way they said it. It should have been on the. I felt like it would have been on the on the thing that they sent out, on that thing that you read from. Um, basically, the company was incredibly vague because they went out and said, "Oh, but if you're not satisfied with the product." Mm -hmm. Feel free to contact us. Oh, right. And we'll it will mm -hmm. we'll make things right. Yeah. If by they will work to make it right. Uh-huh. You realize <laughs> you realize it you, you if you're not getting out refunds, you're not gonna make this right. Like like you see, like with with I the, think the only way to make this uh, to make this right would be uh, actually sending the customers eighty dollars worth of quality rum. Yeah, or at least make yeah that that would be the only. I can't see this going well for them either way. And like I said before, Bethesda, mum, absolutely, absolutely. Like all the big wigs at Bethesda who have Twitters, silent ever since Fallout seventy six came out. They've been in hiding. <sighs> they're 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 in their Bethesda bunkers. <laughs> they went into the Fallout vault. Hmm. Is this is this one of those vaults that had one of the fuck? Yeah. It was the it, it, yeah. it was the it's the vault that you can't walk out of until you make a good game. <laughs> okay, That's... see you back in 2040. You wait, you 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 assume they get now? Bro, that well, bro, that no vault earlier than 2040. That bro, that vault, it's sealed, dog. You can't open it. <laughs> it's sealed. You're no one no one's getting in. <laughs> because shitty game de shitty game development, it never changes. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I'm good. I admit it. No, oh, that was spicy. That was fucking spicy. I'm so. Oh my god. I, I could drop. I could end the episode right here. You dropped the nuke on the vault. It's a I, shame I that did. They disabled the nukes in Fallout 76. <laughs> 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 fucking whoops. Oh god, Bethesda. I didn't want to talk about this, but CD, he pushed me. He was like, well, it's not technically about Fallout 76, Reza, so we probably should cover it. Probably should talk about it. It's happening. It's a thing. We need to talk about it. The people should hear what we have to think about it. And it's a train wreck all the same. It's, yeah, it really is. Um, You know what? I got to be honest with you. The first episode of the year CD. We 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 were gone for a month, CD. One month, and this happened. Like I feel, I feel like they knew. They heard the last episode, and they were like, "Yo, they're not gonna." Oh, we had a month. Well, we have to put effort into this month. We have to. We have to go full dumb. 
turn our brains off, just go full dumb. And oh boy, did they. This was this has been one hell of a month that we've been gone. But don't worry, folks. We're in it for the long haul now. Ooh. Oh, yes. If you... Ooh. Ooh. 2019 is only going to get spicier. I can already taste it. Like, it's, I, can, I can literally taste the spice in my mouth right now. It's, it's palpable. So, tell me, what are you looking forward to this year? Besides companies uh, messing up all over again. Uh, <laughs> well... I I don't want I, I was trying to be creative and not pick shit that I think everyone's already looking forward to. Like part of me is looking forward to Last of Us Two, even though I thought the E three reveal was kind of weird. <laughs> kind of a little bit weird and tone deaf. <laughs> look, look. I'm uh I was going to make a joke, like, the fuck, man, that, yeah, it was, that was like 10 minutes of that entire scene playing out. I don't know why they chose that to, to focus on for like 10 straight minutes. I don't know why you mm. felt that was necessary. Um, Yeah, Last of Us 2, I'm definitely looking forward to, despite that, mm. I'm hoping that, uh, you know. The I mean, the is... team is still the same, I think, so... It should it, it should be good. I should give you quality gameplay if nothing else. Uh, quality, okay. We'll we'll go with that. Well, I mean, yeah. Last of Us, the first one, did give you that, didn't it? Yeah, it, no, it it. Mm. Hmm. I, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna say the E3 trailer doesn't give me a little pause though, a little bit. Because <laughs> I no, I I say this because like what you focus on in that E three trailer is usually the thing that's the most important, right? Like uh-huh. I, that's how, that's how I feel, and they uh, that was a considerable amount of time in that trailer that they considered to focus on that. But then again, that entire E three presentation was weird to begin with. Like yeah, like I don't know what the fuck not, Sony was not a thinking. Big surprise that they're skipping this year. <laughs> yeah, people are like. Like, oh my god, Sony's not going to be there. And trust me, you might not want them there anyways. Mm. <laughs> Sony's becoming that really edgy dude in, in uh, high school. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, like that impressionist painter who like fucking throws paint at uh, canvases and calls it art. And you just look at it, like, the mm. fuck were you thinking? And they might and, be getting overconfident again. Yeah, yeah. Watch out, folks. PS5 is going to be $699. Because his two Blu-ray drives, yeah. Because history always repeats itself. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have two Blu-ray drives because they're too cheap to um, actually use uh, higher higher uh, capacity discs. So you have to put in two discs at once. And <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. Both of them. I'm not gonna lie. That would be ridiculous. But I would actually <laughs> like to see that. That like the amount of mechanical genius that would be required mm-hmm. to somehow make that work. Like I wouldn't <laughs> buy it, but its existence would be enough for me. <laughs> I hope that happens. I really do. I want I want to see that. I need to see that. And then life. they make and then they make the design like with the PS4 that you can stack them easily and that you can hook up to, and then you have four drives. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. <laughs> 
It's the PS3 supercomputer all over again. <laughs> yes. And next thing, they're going to launch nukes uh, to Vault 76. <laughs> yep. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm hoping we hear more about the ST game coming to coming to the Switch. All right, yeah, the the seventy five. Mm -hmm. We haven't we haven't heard Dick about that since they <laughs> since they announced yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, and that wasn't much that they showed. Just uh, I think it was nothing. Seconds. I think it was a little bit more than just saying. It's coming. It was guys. a little more than it was a little more than the Metroid Prime Four uh, reveal, but not much. Yeah, all that was was literally a JPEG. Yeah, essentially, or a GIF. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, Kingdom Hearts Three is actually happening. I can't, I can't yeah. believe that that's actually happening. I, whether or not the game is good, which. Whether or not the game is good, the fact that it's actually happening. Mm. That is... Let's see if this is going to be Final Fantasy fifteen all over again. Um, I hope not. I really do. I want it to succeed. Yeah, what do you... Final Fantasy fifteen overall did succeed. It did. All right, let me, let me preface it had, that. It had its issues, definitely, but let me... wise, it did succeed. Let, and... me, let, me, let me preface mm -hmm. that statement. Yes. Um. Final, I want this game to succeed without the ridiculous amount of work that Square had to put in after it launched to get the game to where it needed to be. Like, now? 15 is <laughs> great. At launch? It was still good, in uh, my opinion. It was, it was, it was alright. I'll give it that much. It had, it had issues in uh, certain parts, definitely. Yeah. Like, chapter 13. But overall, <laughs> I have to say, that part didn't, for one, that part didn't really bother me, personally, but I can see how it bothered, why it bothered people. But it didn't really lessen the impact of the story for me, because I really like that. Especially, that ending scene, that after credit, that credit scene, at the bonfire, that at the campfire, that was just heart-hitting as hell. Yeah. Actually, there's a really funny thing I want to talk about really quick. If you've ever... Mm -hmm. have you Did you ever watch King's Glaive? Mm, yes, of course. Uh, that was the movie before. Uh, the prequel movie, essentially. I watched I that love, right before the game. I love the ending. Because the ending is Noctis, <laughs> Propto, and Ignis going on their road trip. And their car breaking down. Yep. Yeah, it's essentially uh, it's pretty much a prequel that ends right before the game starts. It's I just I just thought it was funny that's that that yeah. they that they tie it so directly. So CD, yeah. what are you looking forward to? What are you what's on your what's on your uh, your radar that I'll oh. inevitably end up buying? <laughs> well the first one on the list I'm pretty sure you'll definitely be buying that would be Tales of Vesperia, the definitive edition. Yeah, that comes out soon. Oh, you I know, think it. next week. Already. Oh, wait, what? What? I'm not sure. I think oh no! <laughs> oh no! Week. I'm not ready. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Let me check. I'm not quite sure on that, but I it comes out. It comes out on the 11th. Yep. Next week. Damn, I'm not ready. <laughs> 
I'm not even prepared. I am not prepared. This is this will be the you, first time. And you've been, and you've been one that's had the uh, the uh, possibility to play that back then, because yeah. you had an Xbox. Yeah, I you, did. Yeah, you. This is this is your first time ever playing Vesperia. Yep. I I was that sucker who bought a 360 first, and then mm. I won't I won't say sucker. I will say at the time when I bought it, everyone I knew had a 360 no one no mm. one at that time had a ps3 it wasn't until like way later that like people looked at the ps3 and went oh yeah that's worth it yeah i mean you have a bit of a different uh game selection than me so a little bit T- tiny bit yeah any anything else so that's that, that you're first one yeah uh death and request which huh. is an rpg from uh what was it i think idea factory um, what was it? Compile Heart, um, Idea Factory. Yes, uh, that uh, sounded interesting to me because for one, Idea Factory, I generally like their games, and this one has an interesting scenario, kind of reminiscent of the Dotac games, that it takes place in a virtual MMO, but one where uh, the game essentially was abandoned, should have been completely shut down and vanished but it stayed huh but bugs developed so oh. they're using the bugs as a gameplay element huh that's which i which i'm interesting how that interested in how that plays out yeah that sounds really interesting actually i never that's a mm-hmm. i never i never would have i never would have thought to take it that way that's a very unique uh take on that I'm looking forward to that. That comes out early this year sometime. I don't think there's a uh, date yet besides early 2019. Mm-hmm. Then there's Monster Boy, which is getting the Steam release this year. Mm-hmm. I know that's already released last year, but I wa- wanted to wait for the Steam release. Right, right. That's the, uh, that's the unofficial, well, sort of sequel or... Of sorts for the Wonder Boy series, mm-hmm. by uh, parts of the original development team as well. The oh, creator of the Wonder Boy series is uh, taking part in that. It's funny that uh, that developed out of uh, the Flying Hamster game. <laughs> yeah, because orig- originally uh, there was this Flying Hamster game, which is a well. A small shooter where you have a flying hamster uh, was a sideway, side-scrolling shooter on the PSP, from what I remember. And then they made a Kickstarter for Flying Hamster 2, which was supposed to be a um, homage to Wonder Boy. Hmm. Because they really liked that game. But then they cancelled that Kickstarter because they actually uh, managed to get in contact with Sega and the original creator. They managed to secure that uh, parts of that um, uh, parts of that IP. So they could actually make it a unofficial sequel. They couldn't use the name, but some other things. 
No, not bad then. Damn. Yeah. And that's supposed to be very good, that game. I've oh, almost only heard positives on it. <laughs> I know where that almost is coming from. I know <laughs> I know where that almost <laughs> I know where that almost is coming from. Oh you do. I do. I I do. <laughs> I know I know where that almost is coming from. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to say that that uh that one <laughs> that one over the top opinion. <laughs> mm, okay. I, yeah. I I'm letting you know. I know where that's coming from. You're not you're not yeah. fooling me. <laughs> so that's uh, that. And then there's Phoenix Point, um, which is a XCOM like game by the creator of the original XCOM series. Hmm. It's very it's like a, an advanced XCOM with uh destructible environments again and uh, but additional improvements, also improvements compared to the uh, Fire Axis XCOM series. And it's also a bit different because the aliens are coming apparently from the sea, like with uh, Terror from the Deep and stuff like that. That's looked really interesting. I'm hoping that uh, they managed to release that this year. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Mm. Then there was Indivisible. A uh, RPG by the uh, what was it? Dive Kick Devs, I think. Or was it, was it Dive Kick Lab Zero Games? What have they actually done? Which was it? Skullgirls, yeah, right. Skullgirls. Oh yeah, no, Skullgirls was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that great two D hand drawn animation and all, and they're putting that into a. Um, an action RPG. <laughs> that that great hand-drawn animation and all the mechanics in that fighting game. Holy shit. They uh <laughs> you would you you would look at a game like Skullgirls and think it's a pretty basic fighter. It's actually a really complex game. Like you can't mm-hmm. like it it has a lot of mechanics or just a lot of elements from like the core fighting games that you would have thought of that like they've integrated into it. It is whew, it's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one will uh, feature a platform-style RPG exploration and combat mechanics inspired by a Valkyrie profile. Ooh. Which I think is a pretty good choice. That's a very good and choice. They have a um, decent composer there, Hiroki Kikuta. Best known for his work on Secret of Mana. Well, shit. I'd say that's a good choice as well. There, there's some there's some history he's he's got he's got some mm. talent yeah there's another few titles in my list that i'm looking forward to i'm gonna quickly run down that that's samurai showdown supposedly coming this year oh i forgot about that mm. Mm. that was one of my first uh arcade in- titles that i played uh. on an arcade Fucking samurai Back fucking show. When I was young in the summer holidays. As we talked, uh, obviously arcade uh, machines couldn't be used here, so I saw that game uh, in one of my summer holidays. That was right, right. Then there's uh, Wasteland 3 coming this year by the not anymore indie dev 
in exile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mm, I don't think they, I don't think they qualify for that title anymore. <laughs> well, that game is probably still uh, either self-published or published by another uh, publisher, like the Outer Worlds uh, game from Obsidian. Then, uh, supposedly, I don't know if this one is really going to manifest this year, Two Worlds 3. Because we haven't heard uh, about that one for years now. But supposedly, it's still in development. I I mean, the only reason I remember that game exists is because I see you, because I know you pick it up like every year. Uh, The first one, at least, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, no. No, no two, no two worlds two in your tea. No. <laughs> Not yet. I was first one to go through the first one. Ah, right, right, right. And then pick up the second one. And what we also had a surprise announcement was Streets of Rage Four. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this actually happens. I hope. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this actually. Actually, yeah, I mean, like... we've we've seen in-game uh, stuff on that, and the developers on that are well known enough. Yeah, right, right. The ones for the art did the uh, Wonder Boy Dragon's Trap remake. Oh shit! Which looks just great, and the art on Streets of Rage Four also looked perfect. pretty badass. Yeah, very well done. Then there was Bloodstained, that's supposedly coming out this year, which I'm hoping for the best, and considering WayForward is also helping them now, so I'm wondering how that will work out. They needed help? I was I haven't been following that, that game. I'm aware of its yeah. existence. I haven't been following apparently, it, though. Apparently, because a, a few months, I think two months back, we had the surprise announcement that WayForward are taking part in that development. Huh. That was a bit of a surprise, which makes me kind of a bit worried, but I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, that's that's because always... The demo they released back then, that wasn't bad. It's always worrisome whenever you hear about them, about a company needing mm-hmm. help with... Uh finishing a game yeah but they didn't obviously didn't say they needed help but that they were getting reason that they must be a reason that way forward is taking part right if you don't need help you wouldn't Mm. have help you just do it yourself right that's that's how that works that's how i'm thinking (laughs) then there's grand blue fantasy relink which got the announcement a while back, which looks quite interesting. Hmm. The battle system looked quite decent. I mean, uh, ac- uh, real-time, action-y, but also with you uh, jumping around on the environment. So that makes... That seemed pretty dynamic. Yeah, indeed. And I think that one had also, I'm interested, I think Platinum Game had something to do with that one. Let me just check quickly. Yep, Platinum Games is involved in that one. 
Oh shit. Which is interesting for an RPG, an action RPG. That should mean that the action is competent. <laughs> Decent. Yeah. I mean, they don't have all winners in their library, but when they work out well, they work out really well. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, the only other Platinum game I've actually, like, put any time i actually played and that I owned would be the Transformers one that they did. Uh-huh. That one was... Meh. Nah, it was. I mean, it's it was fun, but there wasn't anything to write home about. The one I didn't pick up, and the one that I'm happy I didn't pick up, was that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Yeah, that yeah, one. That's, that that one fucking up. A... That one fucking upset me uh-huh. a lot because I was like, "Cool, TMMT, yo, this has to have multiplayer." No. Yeah, but no even multiplayer would not have saved that at all. That's I, the problem. At least I could have like been in misery with other people mm, that's true <laughs> you could have shared your misery <laughs> i can have some i can have some people over and be like we're gonna play some tmnt and then and mm. then relish in their horror and <laughs> pain as we have to suffer through this nonsense yeah because that's it they have done decent definitely decent and better work <laughs> on average and the uh, last two titles uh, in my list are Toe Jam and Earl and Xenonauts 2. Toe Jam and Earl I know of. I think I've only heard of Xenonauts. Though. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. You've mentioned a lot of games. I have missed the... Uh... Well, most are PC releases, so no surprise there. Yeah. Now I should, yeah. <laughs> Shows you how well connected I am these days. Holy shit. That's why I'm here. <laughs> True. Damn. One of the reasons I'm here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give you that. You can you can have that. Uh Jesus Christ. You know there was a there's other stuff coming out, but like not a lot of it. Like the stuff I listed was usually just the stuff I know I'm gonna pick up. I mean, obviously, Devil mm-hmm. May Cry Five comes out, but. Uh, I'll see how I feel. If it, if it comes out a good time, I might pick it up, but mm. I don't know. That's that's not something, that's not something I'm like, you know, I'm like tripping over myself to get my hands on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're probably not uh, that big a se- fan of the series, I'm guessing. Um, I I like it. I think it's, I, it can be fun. Mm. I, I yeah, actually... Casual fan. Yeah, I I actually really enjoyed um, DMC Devil May Cry for uh, ah okay the current gen. I got the uh, enhanced. I think version. that puts you in a minority. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus, Christ. I wish I understood why. I don't see, I can't, I can't see why people hate this game. I really mm. enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, but everyone who finds out that I like it is like, how could you like this? It's not a true DMC game, really. It's still fun. Mm. I don't see what your fucking problem is. Mm. That's just me. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, that's the usual fan conundrum, I'd say. Yeah, that's that's one way to say it. Yeah. Anyways, guys, it has been a fantastic episode uh, sharing all these lovely things that we didn't get to talk about during our month away. And 
some of the stuff that somehow managed to happen in our time coming back. We're off to a good start, I'd say. If the year keeps this up, we're going to have a lot to talk about. It's going to be a very very fun year. CD, where can people find you if they want to find you? Out on the interwebs. On Twitter, at ColdDeath. You got it. If you're listening to this, you probably found this through my Twitter. More likely. But I'm at Rezabasa. But I assume you found this link somehow. Through one of us, I assume. One of the many retweets, uh, likes, all that stuff. Feel free to share it, you know. The more the merrier. We're, we're here to entertain everybody. Feel free to find us. Next week, I am hoping Jennifer will be back. So we'll have we'll have all three of us here. I hope she gets better soon. I certainly do. That's never fun to be sick. So uh, we'll see how this week goes. I know for a fact we'll be back on Sunday, but if she's feeling better sooner, I think CD's got something planned for you guys at some point in the week. So that'll be cool. Till then, everybody, have a wonderful evening. Day. It's it's four. It's four o'clock. Yeah, evening. It's it's sun. It's sun. Yeah, it's sundown where I am. So I'm gonna say evening. Um, have a wonderful evening. Still Sunday here. Yeah. Have a have a wonderful evening and stay tuned till next time guys. Have a nice day. Goodbye.